Welcome to the 10 Minute Mindshift Podcast. I'm your host, Janet Cagle, certified life coach, weight loss coach, and lover of all things related to up-leveling my life and yours. My goal is to help you get one step closer to your goal, whatever it is. My goal is not to keep you wrapped up in self-help all day, just 10 minutes. And who doesn't have 10 minutes, right? There's an African proverb that says, smooth seas do not make a skillful sailor. I really want you to think about that today and this week as you pursue your goals, whatever they are. It's the hard knocks in life that soften out our rough edges, shape us into something more refined and resilient. It does not matter whether you are an entrepreneur, a musician, a homemaker, a student, a clerk, a CEO, or your everyday Jane or Joe rising to the occasion, occasionally, especially during times of difficulty, is going to be required of you in order to grow and evolve. No one is exempt. Now, your ability to develop your skill at overcoming obstacles and challenges, that is what will set you apart from the average and the ordinary. Your ability to know things is your IQ. I know you've heard of that. You've probably even heard of EQ or emotional quotient. Those are important, but there's another quotient that I want to talk to you about today, and that is what measures your ability to overcome difficulties, obstacles, and challenges. This is episode number 56, an adversity quotient. We all face some adversities in life, and often these are the times that we really come to know who our friends really are, who our well-wishers are, but this is also where we get to know the stuff that we are made of. Like IQ and EQ, there is an AQ, adversity quotient, which is the score that measures the ability of a person to deal with adversities in his or her life. Now, The term was coined by Paul Stoltz in 1997 in his book called Adversity Quotient, Turning Obstacles into Opportunities. To quantify adversity, Stoltz developed an assessment called the Adversity Response Profile. The AQ is one of the possible indicators of a person's success in life and also very useful to predict attitude mental stress, perseverance, longevity, learning, and styles of responding to changes in your environment. One of the things that I love about watching the Olympic Games, besides the actual competition, I love hearing the human stories of each competitor. One of the things that they all have in common is that they all overcame something, something challenging in their life in order to get where they are. It wasn't easy for any of them to get to that level of competition. In fact, in so many stories, it makes you wonder, how did they ever think that it was possible or in the cards for them? As I'm listening to the stories, I'm always amazed at how it sounds like the cards are actually stacked against them. I remember hearing about a figure skater. I think it was Tara Lipinski, but don't don't quote me on that. Her and her mom slept in the walk-in closet of a friend's house so that they could afford Tara's training. Did you know that Bill Gates has failed on numerous occasions, and he still does? His first company, Traptadata, was a miserable failure. When Gates and his partner, Paul Allen, tried to sell it, the product didn't even work. But they didn't let them stop them. 
Often, as humans, we try to avoid obstacles. We choose the path of least resistance in our life so that we don't have to experience trying to do something that we don't know how to do. We spend a lot of time trying to avoid failing so much that we actually avoid winning and learning and growing. The adversity quotient will determine how much risk you are willing to take to create your heart's desire. And it's not because what you are attempting to do is so dangerous that you might get hurt physically, but that what you need to do will require the discomfort of thinking on a new level, experiencing new things that you have never experienced before, being unfamiliar with the process or uncertain of the outcome. Those are the risks that most of us are not interested in entertaining. So we sit on the sidelines and cheer the other people on as they create their life by design. I remember when my husband decided that music was going to be something that he pursued with passion. He had a strong desire to be good enough musician and vocalist that someday he would sing in public. Now, I know that for some people who are born with that crazy musical ear and vocal range to die for, this goal or desire doesn't sound difficult or challenging, and for them, it's probably not. For my husband, and for thousands of other growing musicians, It has been thousands of hours playing, even when he didn't know how, even when his fingers hurt, on guitars that weren't even pleasant for him to listen to. He played songs that weren't easy, and they didn't make him feel like a legit musician. He played songs that he didn't like, but he did it because they would make his finger dexterity better. He played when it didn't sound good, and it didn't feel good to not be good. But over time, and I mean years and years, he has evolved into a musician and a singer. So for those of you who think that your goals just aren't happening fast enough and that you should be further along, listen up. If you quit because you aren't going fast enough, that is what is slowing down the process. The working of the process is not slowing you down. The quitting is. His adversity quotient was and is very high, and I know this not only by watching him acquire his skill and talent musically, but I've also seen him overcome so many obstacles in other areas of life in the last 20 years, and that is what makes him who he is today. He isn't good musically because he had natural talent or ability. He is good because he decided he wanted to be good. And then he kept doing the work to overcome all of the obstacles between where he was and where he wanted to be musically. Now, here are seven behaviors, and I think there's more, but these are the seven big ones of people with high adversity quotient. This isn't all-inclusive, but it is a start. And listen, if this isn't you, it's totally fine. You can grow your adversity quotient at any time, at any age, for any result that you want to experience. Here we go. Number one, they don't give up when faced with a challenge. They get inspired to learn more. Number two, they focus on what they can control and they let go of what they can't. Number three, They let mistakes be part of the learning process and understand that perfection is a myth. Number four, they are flexible and know that there are several ways to achieve the same result. Number five, they volunteer to be part of things that require that they learn something new. They put themselves into an adverse situation on purpose. Number six, they feel the fear and do it anyway. Being willing to feel the discomfort of fear and really what we're talking about is the unknowing. We aren't afraid 
for our lives, like we're going to get hurt, we are afraid to feel an emotion like humiliation or disappointment or uncertainty. Number seven, they don't require a clear plan. They can improvise as they go along. They can learn as they go. They can grow and evolve as they go. And so does their strategy. Here is what's so interesting. Most of us are very good at facing adversity when there's no other option. So for example, loss of a job or a medical diagnosis. But how many of you are willing to put yourself in an adverse scenario for the benefit of creating the life of your heart's desire? That's where we really need to spend a minute and think about why are you not going all in on your health goal when it's your heart's desire to feel better in your body? I'm not even talking about being skinny. I'm talking about being all in on health and your goal of being healthy that you've been carrying around as a desire for the last 20 years. Why are you secretly wanting that career and then never throwing your hat into the arena, never taking the classes, never getting the certification? Your dream is to find the man of your dreams, and yet you are not all in on the things that would create that result. Why? And what's in it for you, my listeners? What is that thing that you can't let go of? Why aren't you chasing it? We don't want it to be easy, so stop telling yourself it's because it's too hard. If it's too hard, you should totally do it. We don't want it to be without obstacles. If there are obstacles in the way, it's the perfect dream for you, I promise. We don't want it to be moonlight and daisies and unicorns, I promise. As I record this, I'm just a few hours away from writing for my second level scores for the first time, and I'm glad that this has been hard. I'm thrilled to feel the butterflies in my stomach. I'm overwhelmed in a good way with an, in anticipation for the results. If this would have been easy, it would have been just another ride on just another Saturday. But this is a milestone regardless of the score. I will never again ride for my second level scores for the first time. This is the only time that this will happen. There are thousands of women who would love to be doing this and that is not lost on me. I am thankful for the adversity and the obstacles because those are the things that have made me the rider and the horsewoman that I have become regardless of the result. That's what I have for you this week. Don't forget to sign up for my Life by Design six-week boot camp. It's a step-by-step, self-paced, self-study course designed to help you create your life by design. The link is in the show notes. And now, go have the best week ever. That's a wrap of the 10-Minute Mind Shift Podcast. I hope that you were able to experience your own mind shift today. Listen, if you're ready to take this work to the next level, I highly recommend Life by Design Academy. It's my one-on-one coaching program that offers you a transformation at the speed of life.